so. Hello, boys. Hello, boys. We're 94 and 95. We're real close to 100, which is nuts. Uh, I I hope we don't not notice that it's 100. No, no, I'll, I'll be aware when it's 100. I promise. Um, I know you guys got some real cool stories, so I'm going to start real quick. Great. Uh, gen- gentlemen, the alien topic is coming back to the forefront of, uh, of conversation again. People are thinking about it. Not only that, but there's been another rash of sightings uh, across the board. And today I'm bringing you one of those sightings, a, U- a triangular UFO filmed over Ontario. Now, it's nowhere near the quality of the picture that we looked at last week was, which was an incredible photo, by the way. Um, but it is it is interesting. Uh, it could be a drone. It's hard to tell with the way it moves. And because there's a couple of lights that seem to move up front and like sit in front of it like a point. But I'm going to link you the video here in Zoom chat. Uh, okay. Just, uh, and, uh, they, you know, they're filming with their phone the best they can. It's hard to get a focus on something that high up. But. You can skip through. It's only a couple minutes. There's no, you don't need to watch the whole thing because it's constantly them just trying to like follow it. And uh, it's like an older couple. They you know sound time like. Stamp of, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 29 it's pretty seconds. Much just, it's pretty much just here. Yeah. But at 49 ish is when like other lights show up. Oh, yeah. Right there. Yeah. And so the way what we're looking at here, just so for our listeners, it's like as your typical, it's a really high up object that could be a drone, could be some sort could of be a plane, a, could be a plane. The thing is, it's like three it, red it lights looks like in a it's triangle floating around, though, a little bit. Yeah. You know? like, well, the thing is, it's three, three lights in a, in a triangle in the center of the thing is blinking red. Uh, and then at some point, two smaller white lights tend to move up front. And the further the video goes, Jesse, as you watch, they get further and further separated from the craft. It's interesting. I'm not saying it's alien. Obviously, I want it to be alien really bad, but it's just another inf- interesting UFO sighting that could be a number of things, but is worth noting. Again, another triangular shaped mm. hovering looking object that's not making any noise is just going above them. It's definitely giving me a different feeling while global tensions are so high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed for sure. It's definitely like activating my paranoia like my paranoia reflex a little bit. Uh, but this is that one, Ontario, by the way. Yeah. Oh, that's this, this one. Yeah. This oh, is Canada. that's real. Canadians wouldn't lie about that. They've never, I, I don't <laughs> they think they never lie about aliens. Lied. Yeah. Bigfoot all <laughs> yeah, the time. That, that aliens it? never. Well, I guess we'll find <laughs> out. I mean, we're about to have this press conference and there's like, a, it's like a public hearing, right? Like you can sit in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's supposed to be tomorrow at 9 a.m. So that's going to be like a circus. I don't know what's going to happen. I've, I, you know, I'm expecting in reality, I'm expecting what always happens. Very little is learned and they're vague about everything else to that the point right. where we don't get to answer anything. And we're still left with the same questions we were last time. They said they were going to come out and like release a report about it. That checks well, out. Listen, I'll give uh, this, I'll give this clip like the craft, like the tree that's there. Like it's very like a branchy dry tree with no leaves on it. So you can really <laughs> see the detail as it passes. And it's like, it doesn't look keyed. It doesn't look fake. It doesn't look CG. I mean, that doesn't mean much in these days where you can just make shit look real with through CG. But like, if that's CG, that's some good CG. That's yeah, not bad. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, it's it's weird because we don't have a specific date 
or time rather for, for when this was filmed. Uh, we just know it was from a couple that was walking out in Ontario and they were uh, the sunset. So it was the end of the day. Um, other than the UFO explanation, there's a bunch of people online who have an equally crazy conspiracy theory that I love. And they believe it's what's uh, the, the kind of bizarre UFO special military class of aircraft called a, a TR-3B, which is believed to be a secret spy plane that is said to be triangular shaped and some believe powered by anti-gravity technology gleamed from a downed alien vehicle. So that's another crazy conspiracy that people have. That that's the thing is, is I'm more apt to believe that that might be a drone of some sort. It's just its weird shape and the weird lights that kind of join it that make it just kind it of looks, out of the ordinary. It looks like a little buoy. Like it doesn't look. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it's like a little like I could like with one finger push it. Yep. Yep, that's it really does. It looks it looks interesting. That's all I got. Again, everybody, aliens next this time next week. I'm sure I'll be talking about how disappointed I am again. But until tomorrow, I cling to the happiness that hope brings me. I and hope that, that everything goes your way. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, that I'm for you. I hope it. you have that. I, I do. I do. And then I'll be sad tomorrow and we'll be back to square yeah, one. That's as we tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow because today. They could actually tell us tomorrow. Yeah. But tomorrow, they won't. Schrodinger's. Right. What the hell happened official to you, Alex? United States. Schrodinger's right. official United States press conference. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Do you I, know what to call I, it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm. Hit me, man. What happened? I'm. I'm just ready for like a truly surreal thing to happen again. Like everything that's happening lately just feels like it's not really happening. It's crazy. Is it? Is it? Is it coincidence that I, I uh, that the press conference happened yesterday about the UFOs that I linked you the same day I did a bunch of mushrooms? Probably not. Oh, probably not a coincidence. I, see. I probably I probably willed that into being very while I was uh, puking from being so dizzy. Hell yeah! <laughs> Just like a true psychedelic explorer. <laughs> Dude, I didn't think mushrooms would trigger my motion sickness, but I learned something. Oh, then that's just poison. Probably just bro. took too uh, many. Yep. I well, I ain't touching those suckers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good i had a i'm done uh, uh okay alex hit me and jesse did you see before we go into this jesse did you see it happen too are you a witness to the event let alex just tell the story okay yeah, okay yeah go, so go, go, go so the other day we did a video on jesse's channel uh with mm. scary game squad that was like the same as our normal shtick we are four of us we sit down we watch scary games uh, play and you know one of us usually playing one but we tried like a new thing where we were going to look at legitimately scary videos and we admittedly just kind of did it by the seat of our pants in the moment just throwing whatever videos and davis just like wasn't having it like he wasn't meeting us on the level of like this could be real he was treating it like a film festival of horror films mm. made by liars right and he was Fair like enough because a lot of those online are <laughs> sure but he was just calling it out he and wasn't so having was, fun with it yeah so i was like listen Give me a second chance. Let me let me like like show you the true goodness and we'll see if we can scare. And I found I found a list of things that like some of them are real. Some of them are hoaxes that are very scary. Some things are like like Jesse brought that back rooms video. Have you ever seen that? That's like not real, yeah. but it's just scary. Yeah. Back rooms is a terrifying, cool little piece of fiction. I love it. Mm -hmm. And I and I grabbed a bunch of great stuff. Um, but the last one I wanted, I, I almost put it in as a troll. The last video. Yeah, this was like after like an hour of recording. 
And the last one I did was like, as a troll, it was like, I was like, well, this isn't even a video. It's, it's more of audio. Okay. And it is a archive of a very, very famous broadcast that happened in the nineties, uh, that was on uh, coast to coast, uh, AM with, with art bell. Right. So if you don't know what that is, that's like a late night, midnight, show where people call in and talk about aliens and Bigfoot. I would love to do something like that one day. That's so cool. Yeah, we should 100%. do a call in show at some point. That'd be great. That yeah. should be a paid. That's definitely a Patreon goal. We'll need that. Should be the next one. A call instead of a Q and a it's calling. Let's yeah. do it. I 12,000. You think 12,000. We should do a once a month. Little call in show. I would you love think? that. I would love okay. a call in show. Chilluminati hotline open lines. They go to discord Ch- and then we have one of the Chilluminati like, bring them in one at a time. Yeah. Chilluminati line. I love it. Oh my God. 1-800-CHILLUMINATI. Uh, okay. uh, is this the... <laughs> yeah, I, there's been a bunch of cool calls on that show. Is this the one where the guy's like... <laughs> the phone got like cut out multiple times? Yeah, so he's like, I just got let go from Area 51 on medical yes, leave about a week call. ago. He's like, they're not aliens. They're extra-dimensional beings. And by this point, Davis is like getting scared because if you've ever listened to this call, this guy is like afraid for his life. Like yeah. either he's like a real good actor and it's like a hoax put together by Art Bell, which is what some people have said in the past. Uh, but the whole deal was he was like, they're triangulating me. I have to talk fast. This is crazy. They're going to find out and they're going to shut us down. And he's talking about it. And then right in the middle of that, it's famous because literally the the broadcast goes off the air. Yes. For a, like a full minute. There's dead air yeah, on the it's radio. Not the call. It is the literal broadcast on the radio. It's dead like, air. Like no, which like, reminds me yeah. of a little bit of when we covered uh, uh, the crash of Corona, um, Roswell, and they would go to the news stations and they were like, you know, according to the guy who witnessed it, they were like taking all the footage and stuff. So yeah. that kind of matches up if that's something that happened. Yeah. So we're watching that, and I'm, 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 I'm pointing out in the moment, like. And listen, this is like really the recording. You can hear the like uh, dead air, like the buzz from the from the amplifier on the dead air. And then the music started playing for the like station restart. This is our bell. Yeah. 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 And and uh, that song starts playing and then it like stops. And Jesse's like, is the song supposed to stop? And I was like, no. And I like grabbed my mouse and I was like, the mouse isn't moving. Oh no. The mouse isn't moving. And the computer was completely frozen. And I was like, this is insane. What is happening? And then, uh, I mean, listen, I work in the business of computers and video games. I've, I've seen never a lot seen of, this happen to yeah, a monitor I've seen, ever. I've seen a lot of, ever. first of all, this is the computer that Jesse's talking on right now. This is like a top of the line. It is never. Like, production level computer it's like a t- like this is a this is the one in his office in his studio is a nice computer and it and it crashed in the way that like if a computer got hacked in james bond and like <laughs> the the screen gets all like it looks like jigsaw hacked the computer you know what i mean like it's like all like like turns dark and like shit like f- like fades down like the icons like drip and it looks like almost like when you're trying to convince somebody that they broke their screen by like putting a like a fuck? like a high res broken screen image on it, you know, and then the other screen did the sad face and just like everything mm-hmm. turned off. Right. Like it cut out right at the moment in the broadcast. That's, where That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Where the where the where the like, uh, extra dimensional beings are coming and the computer was like, bye. 
<laughs> shut down. And everyone was like losing their mind. And the entire time we're just like, we lost all of that footage. <laughs> yeah. We lost an oh, hour no. of the footage. There's like Gone. a five hour. There's like a five gigabyte corrupted file. So yeah. we're, oh, we're God. totally corrupted. Yes. So we have lost the audio. We have the audio. So I don't know. We're going to see what we can do. But I, 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 I want to try and at least recover that moment because it was yeah, that so moment was wild. It's so spooky. This, that was insane. like the most coincidental, like crazy thing that could have happened. It was like lightning striking twice. That's what Davis said in the moment. Mm-hmm. That's nuts, man. Like, cause that phone call is super famous. I encourage everybody. If you've never heard it, look it up. You'll immediately find it. Like you probably could type in art bell, the call and it'll probably pop up. Like, yeah, go it's, listen it's to it. It's from like the nineties, really 97 good. or something. And like, I know it was kind of like, like on a uh, episode one fifty when we had pat on and we talk about ghosts and then we talk about aliens and I went to that psychic woo woo spot. When yeah. it came to that, but that's like, I'm not gonna lie, if aliens are real, like, I'm, I, I kind of maybe believe they might be more interdimensional than they might be like physical things from another planet. Um, or maybe they can and they know how to travel. Or just their technology is incomprehensible. It makes sense. Like, it, it very much makes sense to me, to me again, that they might be extra dimensional because just it, there's so much, there's so much we don't really understand about our galaxy and the way. Physics really works when it breaks down to a quantum level. I just, uh, I just think maybe. I need just you to maybe. understand for the listeners, for you, Mathis. This computer has never once in the three years I've owned it and upgraded it and changed out pieces and kept it top of the line. Not once has this thing ever crashed. Never. It's a Ooh, real it nice on. one. Crash my never. fucking computer. Come on, government. I'm gonna. This is gonna go to Patreon and then it's gonna go public. Like, <laughs> like crash my computer. I've. It's never happened, and I'm. I want it. I was so upset, not because it, was, it crashed, but like because we lost an hour's worth of footage. I was like, <gasps> you know what? Maybe we'll do a deep dive on that one day if we can. I'll try to do as much research as I can about that call, that person, see what I can find if there's anything out there. I'm sure tons of people have already done it. So I'm sure somebody's tried to. I'm sure somebody's tried to debunk it too because it is yeah, such. Sure, I'm sure it smacks of like a publicity stunt because of how crazy it is. But man, it doesn't seem fake. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like you hear his voice and he truly sounds panicked. He truly sounds afraid. He loses the call multiple times as well. And yeah, he's trying to like explain that they're not I physical. Wonder, like, it, man, I wonder if it'd be I worth, would believe it, dude. I would believe it. I want to be worth doing an episode about those like classic radio call ins. Especially like, like, the most legendary. like the guy who's flying over Area 51, those kinds dude, of things. Uh, the dude There's from kind of creepy 911 calls that yeah, we could easily that might be worth then we the could play from Australia. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I can I can definitely put that together. That's a fun episode right yeah, there. Yeah, I bet that could be fun. That's nuts, man. Oh, that's crazy. Do you think no now then my, my question is what do you two personally believe happened? Do you think it was just a wild coincidence? Like that's just an insane coincidence that happened then? In that moment, I think I had 18 things plugged to my power supply and it probably died for the first time ever. But with that said. Could have been an alien. I don't know. I was so <laughs> I was so wigged out by it that I like saw my neighbor. I like drove home because we always record scary game squad in the middle of the night and I drove home and it was like midnight or something. And I, I my neighbor came around the corner like I was like walking from the street <laughs> And the moment I saw him, I just had to tell him about it. And I was like, dude. And I like scared the shit out of him. <laughs> I just had to get it. I got to get it out there. Put it into the world so you're not living with it. On I felt like a anymore. crazy person. I felt like Sam Neill in At the Mountains of Madness. <laughs> that's another one you got to watch. I think I, that's what it's I, called. I, I haven't seen it, but I do know the Have reference. Have you seen Event yeah. Horizon, Mathis? No. Oh. 
Any others you want to ask me? I don't know that I want to watch that again, but like, it's definitely, I want it to scar you like it has scarred me. Let's just play Dead Space instead. You know what? Hands down. One of the best games. When the remake comes out, everyone come on over. Let's just play. Yeah. I'm down. Special SGS with me around. I can be brother, the cousin. What was I? Cousin? I couldn't oh, remember where cousin the, the, Mike. the live show. Yeah, yeah what if we just, the live show. What if we just played it all together and had the greatest time ever and we didn't even record it? Holy shit. Also fine with that. Like, I'm totally cool with that, that too. What if, wouldn't that be messed up, man? <laughs> messed up, deprive the people of premium Wouldn't that be cunt? fucking selfish of us, bro? I don't know, bro. So selfish. It could be. Well, that sounds crazy. Let me know if anything else happens. Have you had, last before we go? Have you had any more weird ghostly happenings in your uh, place, Alex? Or is that kind of like come to an end? No, it's not come to an end. We still hear stuff all the time, but it's now at the point where like, I don't know, like it's freaking me out because like it happens a lot more. Like earlier today, Kelly was talking to me on the phone and she thought I was in the house. Like she thought I had like got home and was hearing me in the house talking to her while also she was on the phone with me, but I was like not home, you know, just like weird stuff like that. Or like a weird, like I, like I say, it's always, it sounds like someone's just in the other room. Like it's not explicable. It's not like real. Like it doesn't sound like somebody's like, hello. It's just like, I'm alone. And I realize I'm alone when I start hearing something in the other room. And I'm like, Oh, I wonder what Kelly's up to. And then I'm like, wait, she's at work. (laughs) And you go in and check. Does it stop? I mean, it's never like I go in there and I'm like, ha, but it's like I hear noise and then I'm like, oh, someone's in the other room. And that just is like it enters my mind while I'm like, you know, writing or something over here. And then I realize I've been alone for five hours and no one is in the other room and it just <laughs> sends a chill down my spine. Mm. I, I hope I experienced that. I wasn't with the week I was there. Not a damn thing. I know because I want it too bad, man. There's too, too much, much energy in the house. There's too much. It was yeah. too. It was too much commotion, probably. Yeah, probably. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, we'll be back next week with another mini. So, or the week after, I think we have to take next week off because Alex is gone. I'm, I'm pretty be sure. In Canada. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have something else for next week. But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys so much. Goodbye. Stay Bye. gold, bony boys. Okay. Hello, my little chilluminots. It's good to have you back, Alex, because last week all Crandor did was what the fuck? Here's <laughs> the shit. It's what he's known for. <laughs> the great is was he the new Coke that I that that I needed? So no, that he I was could, like a he was like a pixel coke. Pixel coke. Yeah. I don't even coke know what that pixel. is. I want to eat that. No, I want to have that. It's per it's it's grape flavored coke. What? Yeah, dude, it's not good. Why? Just, just Google Coke Pixel. Here's the thing. I love Welch's grape soda. It, it's not that. It's Coke that's flavored grape with Coke. It's not good. <laughs> Coke Pixel? What the it, fuck it, are you talking about? It, I swear to God, it is like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Limited Coke edition made pixel for the flavor. gamer. Like it really <laughs> is. It's like purple and and teal. Yeah. yeah it looks dumb. It's not good, dude. Oh, it's called Bite. That's right. Bite. Yeah, B-Y-T-E. Oof. Coke Zero Bite. Coke Zero Bite. Hey, uh, gentlemen, we got to get into the, ha- the haunted house business because the Conjuring home has sold for $1.5 million. We need oh. to just go do a haunted house You boys, are, I need you to find a place in L.A. I've Please got do it. it. I've got two places in mind. I'll send you hey, the you gotta details. You got to reach out to them. You got to confirm. Get me out there. Send us... 
the stuff. And I have a literal team here at the office. I will get them on booking it and flying Mathis out here. And then we will do, cause I'm tired of waiting. I want to see you cowards in the dark. I want to go to this house and sit in a room and be like, I had, I had another weird fucking thing happen to me last night. And it's fucking, it's, it's waking me out. It's like, Little weird things keep happening around the house. And again, uh, last night I was on the couch with Jess. We were waiting until bed is, you know, bedtime's rolling around. And all of a sudden we hear uh, what sounds like a cardboard box fall off the counter. And it sounds like a, a weighty cardboard you do, box. You do have animals though, yes? That's what I'm getting at. It's like my cat always knocks things off. It's like his thing. He likes to knock things off the counter. So I immediately, we both look up and we're like, Oliver, and we look around and Ollie is sleeping next to us on the side of the couch and blaze is our other cat and he's sleeping in his tree and the dogs are in their crate in bed for the night i get up i walk over and there's a the box with like hot glue in it that fell off of the crafts table and i don't know why and i i can't tell you if it was super close to the edge because i didn't see it it hadn't falled all day or the day before it wasn't being used in like two weeks so i don't know what why how what i don't know i don't know and it's very it's like those things where it's like genuinely freaked you, you out it didn't yeah i wouldn't say it scared me but it's puzzles like you. vexed you. yeah it puzzles me it's very very weird it and it's little things me. like that that's the second thing that has been knocked over where both cats could be accounted for and there was nothing near it and i don't know why and it's i'm gonna say squirrels rodents yeah maybe a possum in my house yeah, like, or you, got a, you got a in. possum in your house yeah i'm gonna yeah, say yeah. you have latent psychic abilities that you don't know how to control oh god do you think satan actually gave me powers and i just he didn't tell I'm me gonna how to say wake no, i'm up? gonna say hard no you're just that one. waiting around for him to show you're waiting for him to like show up and give you an instruction manual and you just never tapped in yeah maybe think? oh because i took mushrooms at one time now I'm and i just hard I cracked no. the fourth like wall. the, like the x-men no. yeah 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 like, like exactly when rogue, like when rogue kisses that boy that was you taking yes, mushrooms exactly yeah. or when i become i'll become dark phoenix oh yeah there you go i'll say i'll kill i'll kill the world i don't know if Solved. i want to do that Solved. good job uh, yeah uh so that's it i oh, got just like weird little things that's all i really wanted to talk about that and we could have made 1.5 million if we just sell haunted house who bought so. it just someone? Uh, let's see. I can actually find Just out. Just like for someone you. who wants to live in a beautiful house and doesn't believe in ghosts. Maybe. Uh, let's see. A home in Ryland that is now the legendary series Pier located in the community of Barville. <laughs> that's so funny because that's my town. That's where I'm from. I lived in Barville before I moved. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the harrowing account. Following. Man, okay, who bought it? Okay, sold to par- they were paranormal investigators bought it. Uh, so they're going to turn it into a museum, huh? Corey no, and Jennifer they're going to make a show out of it and sell it to a network like we live here in our dumb house. Oh, that's a good idea too. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, they flipped it. They flipped what? it? Yeah, now a new paranormal enthusiast, Jacqueline Nuñez, who has agreed to buy the home for the 1.5 million. Which is seventy twenty seven percent more than the than the initial listing price. What the fuck price. are you guys up to in Rhode Island? What is going on over there? That is Rhode crazy. Island. That state is fucked. Don't go to Rhode Island. That state is so screwed. <laughs> I had a good time when I was there. I got to be honest. I had a great time. It, it's it's a weird little state, but like that's my that's where I grew up is Rhode Island, and that I just remember I just remember in college when um what's his fuck the pitcher from the Boston Red Sox started that game studio and basically bankrupted the state yeah, because Kurt they yeah. fucking took loans. Yeah, Kurt Schilling. Thank you. Yeah. 
And, uh, and I just remember, I remember I was just started going to new England tech for game design and that they, the graduating class the year before had all basically been hired for our, uh, 76 studios or studio 78 or whatever yeah. they called themselves. And, uh, then they went under like a year later <laughs> and everybody lost their job. Well, that game they made is actually a good game. It's I don't care what bad. anyone says. Yeah. It's I remember super fun. it was actually a pretty good game, but it's it didn't super do weird. Really well it's enough. super weird, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> There all right. Go. Well, that's all I got. Uh, who takes next? Well, go for it, Jesse. Sure. Hey, I know we often talk about like what's out there in space or potentially underwater in the deep parts of the ocean. But hey, looks out. We're like it looks like we're still discovering parts of the world you can like walk to. Um, what today in the news? This is a today thing. Researchers in the UK and Germany using laser technology discovered ancient cities in the Bolivian jungle believed to be new ones believed to be built sometime between 500 and 1400 AD. And they've been just hidden in nature for centuries. No one's just, no one's gotten to look. Um, The dense vegetation concealed it from above. So no one could see it. And I guess on previous surveys of the area, people just, didn't go there, but this group of researchers using an airborne laser technology were the first to chart it out. And I actually have photos for you, gents. That's like my greatest dream oh, is to yeah. like go somewhere no one's ever found in like thousands of years. Yeah, like, that's a, that'd be really like cool. these are two of the photos of the uh, like laser guided. The first wow. photo. Yeah, the first photo, you can see what it looks like from above, which is why no one found it. And then the second photo, you literally can see the pyramid and then the roads that are built and you can see complex yeah yeah and and perimeter uh, yeah you can see the whole thing there and they were saying that um their their findings published in the journal nature show proof of a permanent settlement in the area from pre-hispanic times the settlement features towering terraces covering 54 acres an equivalent of 30 football fields and 69 feet tall pyramids a vast network Damn. of reservoirs, causeways, and checkpoints spanning several miles was also discovered within the findings that that they shot with this laser. Um, apparently, this whole thing challenged the notion that the Amazon was untouched or pristine, but rather was the home to like an urban setting of indigenous peoples. And uh, just a quote here, they said their monumental structure is just a mile apart, connecting by 600 miles of canals, long race causeways, connecting sites, reservoirs and lakes. So this was like an actual place where actual people lived and just Mm. the forest ate it up after they were gone, which is says a lot about nature, man. Like fucking nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. I thought that was super interesting. Just saw it today. And I was like, Ooh, look at this. So I yeah, would love it, to, I would love to like check in in like three years. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually concerned because they discovered this, that what's going to end up happening is that this part of the jungle, the rainforest, mm. and we're already losing so much. People are going to very similar to if you have ever seen what Chichen Itza in Mexico look like a hundred years ago versus today, they literally dug out the entire complex. The whole fucking thing. Yeah. 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 Like they couldn't, it looked like a mound of dirt. They dug it out and it was all of these amazing uh, pyramids and structures and stuff, which is very cool, but they straight up like destroyed the land to do it. And so I'm a little like, "Mm, I wonder what's going to happen to the Amazon, but it is fascinating. 
as sort of like a archaeological discovery. So that's pretty neat. That's super cool. Unbelievable. I, uh, like I said, I'm excited. Like uh, Alex said, I'm excited to see kind of where we're at in a few months. Yeah. For years. What do you got, Alex? So I teased this lightly. I said yep. I'm talking about JFK. And the reason that I am is because I am officially chosen what the first JFK episode is going to be about. And, okay. Okay. And uh, it's gonna it's gonna be kind of like a irrefutable type of episode, which I like. Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a Jesse proof JFK episode. I'm here for it. it. It's gonna be. I'm gonna call the episode Jesse and JFK actually because it's too perfect. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, don't do that. Uh, I'm gonna end up on a some sort of wanted poster. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see what I mean. But uh, just to just to give like a soft preview of what that episode's gonna kind of be like. I have uh, a memo to read uh, for you guys that was from November 25th, 1963, which is three days after Kennedy was assassinated. Uh, It's a Justice Department memo. Uh, Nicholas Katzenbach, who was the acting AG at the time, uh, wrote a memo to Bill Moyers, who was an aide of LBJ's. And uh, this is this is word for word what that memo says. And I'm just going to read it to you and you guys can draw your own conclusions from that. Who's going to kind of be the theme of the first episode. November 25th, 1963 memorandum for Mr. Moyers. It is important that all the facts surrounding President Kennedy's assassination be made public in a way which will satisfy people in the United States and abroad that all the facts have been told and that a statement to this effect be made now. One, the public must be satisfied that Oswald was the assassin that he did not have Confederates who are still at large, and that the evidence was such that he would have been convicted at trial. Two, speculation about Oswald's motivation ought to be cut off, and we should have some basis for rebuting or rebutting thought that this is uh, thought that this was a communist conspiracy, or, as the Iron Curtain Press is saying, a right-wing conspiracy to blame it on the communists. Unfortunately, the facts on Oswald seem about too pat, too obvious, Marxist, Cuba, Russian wife, etc. The Dallas police have put out statements on the communist conspiracy theory, and it was they who were in charge when he was shot and thus silenced. Three, the matter has been handled thus far with neither dignity nor conviction. Facts have been mixed with rumor and speculation. We can scarcely let the world see us totally in the image of the Dallas police when our president is murdered. I think this objective may be satisfied by making public as soon as possible a complete and thorough FBI report on Oswald and the assassination. This may run into the difficulty of pointing to inconsistencies between this report and statements by Dallas police officials, but the reputation of the Bureau is such that it may do the whole job. The only other step would be the appointment of a presidential commission of unimpeachable personnel to review and examine the evidence and announce its conclusions. This has both advantages and disadvantages. I think it can await publication of the FBI report and public uh, reaction to it here and abroad. I think, however, that a statement that all the facts will be made public property in an orderly and responsible way should be made now. We need something to head off public speculation or congressional hearings of the wrong sort. Nicholas Katzenbach, Deputy Attorney General. Item is restricted. Interesting. Mm. So that's just a real document. And I think there's a couple ways that you can read this document. I'm interested what you guys, how, how it's landing to you, because I think you can take it 
as sort of just like a very generic memo that's like, let's not let this get out of hand, right? But it also has this vibe of like, there is something here that we don't want the public to discover and that it should yeah. be very clear, very fast and very cl- like quickly that it's obvious that it was Oswald who did this. And we want to put all speculation about that to bed. I, I truly I still truly stand by the theory that Oswald did take shots. He made his attempt. And one of the one of the Secret Service got spooked when the first shot happened and he accidentally pulled the trigger. Like that is something that there's a lot of evidence toward. And hopefully we'll t- look at that when the JFK series goes gets to that point. But yeah, I think that's probably what they don't want to discover is that the, the killing shot may have came from one of their own. But I think Oswald also did hit him with a bullet that didn't actually like necessarily kill him right away. Yeah. So mm. you're saying that there may be some genuine sort of not mundane, but like just sort of like well, less conspiratorial reasons. Yeah. 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 Imagine if that was actually the case that would have destroyed the nation in a like a really, really rough way back then. And Oswald, I am in the boat that he was taking shots. He was trying to kill. I don't think he was like a plant or any of that shit. I just think he was. I mean, he was going off to the USSR at the age of 19, attempting to uh, give himself over as an agent of uh, like a a double agent. Right. Thing is, he had nothing of value for them. (laughs) Like He just got sent back home. So he definitely was. I definitely think he was. But I just think. So how does this hit your ears then? It makes sense. I think it hits my ears the same way where like there's something that they probably don't want us to know. Well, like, do you think and this memo is a smoking gun or do you think it's just like a, like I think a more it's too mundane vague to be a smoking gun? I don't think it's too. Yeah, I don't think it. I think it's, it's more into the evidence pile that there's something being hidden. But again, it's hard to know what they're implying without seeing the document. Sure. What do you think, Jesse? I mean, I, I of all the plausible things that could have happened. I think Mathis's idea to me makes a lot of sense because it's also something you wouldn't want people to know about. It's embarrassing. Because yeah. It, yeah, it's embarrassing. And so you'd rather come up with a way to try to explain it. Uh, but there's also just a lot of other factors that are unexplained in that version of the story. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's like a lot of things that it's just, again, it's a mystery that there's a reason why it keeps coming up over and over again. Yep. You think there's still a secret to be found? Real talk. You think there's still something hidden? Like I, I would be absolutely stunned if there was anything insanely secret that they're hiding. I think it's something more mundane. It's something that if we ever get like an official report, when we all see it, we'll be like, oh, yeah. All right. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see if you're still singing that tune. Ooh. When my JFK series, my alternating on and off JFK series, finally uninterrupted, begins soon. Soon. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this mini-sode and supporting us over here at patreon.com slash Illuminati pod. And if you're listening to this for free, I don't know how many months ahead of this is, but we've it's a lot. It's a lot. You've still got a long get way hype. to go. So get hype. It's probably like winter where you're when you're listening to this. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Patreon.com slash Illuminati Oh, boy. Every year. Hello, my little Chiluminati. To Minisode number 96. Four episodes away from Minisode 100. Oh, what's going to be the 100? I don't know. What did we did? We already decide. I feel like we already made a decision. I remember we were doing 69 jokes. What's 100? I know.
We're we're almost at episode. I mean, if you think about it, we're kind of close to episode 200 of the main show. I don't want to think about that. Here's what <laughs> here's what I want to think about. How about for Minisode 100? And you guys can feel free to shoot this down. What if it is 100 minutes long? <laughs> what are we going to do for 100 minutes? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But what if as a lark, right. what if Minisode 100 is 100 minutes long. And it never comes off of Patreon. Each of us brings five articles. 100 I, I, okay. yeah, minutes. This, this is a workable idea. I think this is very workable. Each of us brings 10 articles. 100 minutes. 25 articles. Yeah. 100 minutes long minisode. We get, uh, you know what? I'm not against it. That's all I, I'll say. Uh, I am against it. I am, <laughs> minisode. I'm very against it. If okay, if the minis, if minisode, how many, how many episodes is that? What till till then four? Yeah, we're on ninety six, right? This is ninety six right here. Okay, if minisode one hundred is one hundred minutes long, I we have to wait a little longer for me to put out a JFK episode, but I could do it if I have oh, the God. time to prepare a one hundred minute long episode of Chiluminati as a minisode. I'll do it. Episode 100. 100 minutes long. All right. Well, I'm not against it. I know Jesse is, but he's being. I've never been more against a hundred hour, a hundred minute episode. Okay. 100 hours, you you say? It's going to feel like 100 hours to me. That's for sure. Get ready for the (laughs) best time of your, the best 100 minutes of your life. That's going to be the title. Just just stream as we're recording it. That's you know what it's going to be yeah, called. I'll just like play Teamfight Tactics or something. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't believe I'll that, just that you're not like, playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't believe that you're not playing Teamfight Tactics right now. If I you wish told me that you were, was the case. <laughs> if you told me you were like vampire survivors. <laughs> v Rising or right. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. V Rising's great. First of all, it's a great game. <laughs> uh, boys, I think one of us, maybe all of us have to go sign up to be a priest. What? You just go fill out a form and bam, you're priest. I, I think that they need us to. And I think we're qualified to do it because Who are they? Uh, the, the Catholics. No, uh, this comes from the May Catholics. 28th. Uh, this is from insider.com. May 28th. Uh, yeah. Burnt out Catholic exorcists complain they face long lines of possessed people and little support from bishops. Here we go. A survey from a Vatican-approved religious university in Rome found that Catholic exorcists feel overworked and undersupported by bishops, according to the Times of London. Ugh. Italian, <laughs> what? I said, ugh. Sounds uh, like, sounds like need bishops help right now. to there's me. A whole, there's a lot of demons happening. Yeah. Italian Always hiding exorcists. behind the other chess pieces. I know what it's like. <laughs> Italian exorcists spoke to researchers at Regina Apostolorum's 16th annual exorcism course in Rome, attended by 120 participants, the Times reported. The course attracted a significant crowd thanks to Pope Francis' support of exorcism, the paper said. He has previously spoken about helping those who are possessed by evil, per the Times, and made exorcism official Catholic practice, according to The Independent. The conference's exorcists said that they needed more support from psychologists to determine whether people are mentally unstable or demonically possessed, the Times reported. Yeah, because that's... That's a lot. That's like a new rule that showed up in the thinking in the fifties or sixties. Again, my history might be a little off that they no longer can perform like exorcisms on possessed people until psychologists have ruled out it's a mental illness because they too many freaking people died from mental illnesses when priests were trying to exorcise them. And so they like starved to death or all these other things because they were actually experiencing like seizures and 
true mental illness. So yeah, they can't do exorcisms. I think I'm I'm against this now. (laughs) Yeah. Father Giuseppe Bernardi claimed to have performed a nine hour exorcism on a woman who hurled abuse in Latin and assaulted monks. The woman's father thought she was suffering from a psychiatric problem, reported the journal of Vincenza, but the mother and later Bernardi believed she was possessed by a demonic influence. Bernardi said that he had to seek help from psychologists to determine whether she was disturbed or possessed, but did so without the help of the church. The lack of support from bishops is is a grievance echoed by other surveyed exorcists, and they complained about receiving little help in exercising the long lines of Catholics claiming satanic possession. And it goes on and on saying COVID-19 has made it really hard because there's just not enough people out there. Uh, Italy alone has 290 exorcists, and there were 37 in Spain, apparently. Um, yeah, many of the potentially possessed people they see in Spain have spent time with new age spiritual or meditation groups. So everybody out there doing yoga and listening to new age humming music, you're simply opening the doors to say new age humming music. Yeah, for sure. That's not what it's called. (laughs) Sounds like the the hallmarks of careless spiritual behavior. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Uh, and you're going to unlock the door to Satan's dick and you're not going to get powers. Is going to do that. Yeah, well, new age humming oh, and meditation. What qualifies as new age humming versus normal humming? I think if you're humming with like Enya in the background. If you're like, I, 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 yeah, that exactly, song is a classic. Correct. And you know what? Definitely a gateway to Satan for sure. Yeah, that's going to get you Absolutely by Enya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, oh. that song is by Enya. Can I? This is another detour, but. Or is Shit that enigma? Keeps fucking happening in my house, by the way. <laughs> this is another Nothing like, is happening like in your house. Houston. Nothing's this happening. So last another mean me and my girlfriend were hanging out in our living room last night. The cats were with us. We heard a large, loud bang come from the kitchen. It sounded like a box hit the nope. ground or whatever. She looked at me and I looked at her and she simply said, I don't she just looked at me and said, I don't know what the fuck that was. So I got up and I looked. There's nothing on the ground. Nothing got knocked over, but it was loud and clear as day. And there's zero evidence at all. And I just little things keep happening that are just frustratingly like just barely explainable, like under some very peculiar circumstances, but not. You feel like it's suddenly suddenly become very active, let's say. Yeah, I feel like some one thing is happening a week. It feels like kind of like some around there. It's so weird. Just another update on you. If something like you, not need to, you need to get a camera ready. You need to get like. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. And I, I know where I would like set it up. But like. It just it was just a noise. I, like, I guess I just I I guess I should just set up like my camcorder or something. Do you have a oh, motion? God. Do you have like a motion program? No, but I, I could get one. Maybe one you can set up with a webcam to just. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine they're expensive. I would love to see what happens. I would love to yeah. see. I would love to never see voices, never knocking. It's always just it sounds like a, like the pressure on the bed, which I haven't had in like two or three weeks now. Uh, and things like falling off the shelf and now like just like a banging noise. Do you have a K2? I don't feel scared. No, I don't have any of that shit. Unfortunately, are we going to we gonna have to go to your own home and do because uh, uh, maybe I took home something from Alex's place. I don't I don't want I hope you <laughs> took everything from my place. I don't want to have to go to your own home and be like, there's nothing here. You're, you're a crazy person. Honestly, I don't want to go I, to your own the home. Activity, yeah. if, it, if it is truly activity, it's not enough to be like, let's do a ghost hunt. If I start seeing things, then we have an issue. Oh, well, then I'll show being, up and be like, oh, you're giving, you're freaking out my friend. Fight me, ghost. Get out of yeah. here. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that shit. That's been weird, man. It happened last night. A noise. So ghost corner update. That's ghost all I got. Corner. How about you, Alex? What's your ghost corner? Still the same things? Has it lessened? It's just sounds like sounds. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I hear like people moving around in my house a lot. Like not like bangs, but I hear like somebody moving, like walking around in my living room is what I hear. Mm-hmm. That's weird. See, that would scare me if I heard like footsteps. <clears throat> yeah, it's like it's like not just like a sound. It's like somebody is over there doing something and I don't know what it is. So it like, yeah. feels like somebody's looking through my records in the other room. Maybe doing this podcast is starting to draw some shit in, man. Maybe it's finally starting to work. I wish it was aliens and not ghosts. I want to be abducted. Dude, beggars can't be choosers, man. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. You're a beggar when it comes I to am, this. I am, dude. Yeah. I am a beggar. And yeah. I, you know what? I embrace it, you know, because like when the aliens do eventually take me, they're not they will never have had a more willing participant. That's just so weird. It's just such a just such a weird sentiment. I love it. Whatever. I embrace who I am. I all love right? it. Accept yourself. I love it. Uh, yeah. All right. What do you guys got? Do anybody want to go start doing exorcisms? Is that where we're going to leave that? I think we should try and actually do when we when we do an investigation, we should try and do some sort of occult ceremony or ritual. Can we I want to try and summon a succubus. I want to I, I want to <laughs> exhaust every avenue of like trying to contact the supernatural. You know what I mean? I'm not writing yeah. anything off. If something works, I don't care what it is, because if it is something paranormal, right, it could yeah. have a paranormal origin. You know what I mean? We got to be thorough. So bring it up. Bring it all on. You know, I, it's like if Zach Baggins can do it for 26 seasons and still be alive, we'll be all right. We're definitely going to hire a medium. Like, don't worry. We're yeah, going to do this right. Um, but yeah, don't worry. It's going to happen. I'm going to try and get Davis to come too. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, okay. Here's what I got. First of all, we're going to have to take this article with a little bit of a grain of salt from a website called oddity central by someone called spooky, uh, the ad on the page is like taking up one third of the screen and it's like a one handed like telescope night vision scope. And the, the, the caption is the creepiest gadget ever. But according to this article, dissociative identity disorder is something that's similar to like the the closest thing we have in real life to the like multiple personality disorder you see in like a movie. Right. Sure. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's very rare, and apparently it happens in childhood as the result of severe trauma. Uh, There was some of this in Moon Knight recently, if you saw that. Uh, Leads to the development of two or more identities that control a person's behavior at different times. Leads to memory gaps. Can lead to difficulties connecting with people around you because your reality is constantly shifting and you don't know what to believe. Um, But apparently this guy named Leonard Stokel... Stockel, not sure. Uh, he's from Munich. He was taking his uh, A-levels, uh, and while everybody else was studying, he was so stressed out that he was like having nervous breakdowns. He started having memory loss, and he had to go to seek medical help and eventually was diagnosed with DID. He says he's 22 years old. He says he has 10 identities, four-year-old Kovu, eight-year-old Hector, 16-year-old Anna, 17-year-old Cosmo, 18-year-old Ash, 19-year-old Jesse, 21-year-old Leo, 23-year-old Billy, 24-year-old Liv, and 26-year-old Red, and that he is not in control of when they take over. 
which means he can't have a job and they all have different motivations. So it's hard for him to like go out into the world and trust that he's going to be okay. Uh, apparently he has a partner named Massimo who gets what's going on. Uh, but he says that it gets really weird at home when like he's a four year old and uh, he's like with his partner. Uh, and he also hears a quote from him uh, that about how difficult it is because some of the some of the personalities have different preferences than him. So here's a quote from him. One of the alters hated him at first talking about Massimo. He's now trying to be pleasant, but it doesn't always work. We have a very young alter that has met him, but it can be difficult for my boyfriend when there is a younger person fronting whilst we are together. Pretty crazy. Yeah, that's uh, fascinating. But also, this guy, he looks at them as he he has a kind of kind of a positive outlook. Here's another quote from him. He says, they're my family, my best friends, my team. I wouldn't even be able to live without them. Every one of us has our own wishes and interests, so we can share them with each other. I would never choose to live without the other altars. Pretty interesting. Take that with a grain of salt, but it's pretty interesting. Yeah, DID is one of those, again, kind of just like fascinating mental illnesses because we know so little about how it actually works. Right. We just know so little. So it's always like, you know, I'm always... Uh, like, I don't know how, what's the word. I'm always cautious to talk about it because I don't want to speak. Yeah, from a I don't want to say I don't want to say wrong science. I don't want to like yeah, exactly. cultivate some sort of understanding about it. Other than that, I just wanted to report on the fact that there is this person who it's said that he has it and that he has 10 personalities. And I just think that's kind of surreal to think about. Yeah, I feel like, you know, don't just make your life so hard. <laughs> well, there's like the brain is so interesting that we know so little mm. about it. Like, have you ever did you oh, hear yeah. about that one person? Who like got hit on the head and started speaking another language? Yes, yes, that's an older story. It was like spontaneous French knowledge, right? Yes, but like how? You know what I mean? Like how? That's it's that fascinating. Seems like fucking magic. Maybe to there's me, like a collective yeah. unconscious that we're all part of, and you know, you just attuned your your little dials a little differently, and oh, now I know French. You got somebody else's iCloud login? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a matrix, but it's yeah. the Bezos matrix. It's so the Bezos weird. matrix. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesse, take us out. I leave you today with a story that is pretty much designed for the both of you and not for me, but I'm surprised we haven't talked about it from today. Terrified witness tells of creepy dog man prowling in woods and prairies. Described as having the head of a German shepherd, the dog men creature have uh, has been reportedly seen across the United States and Canada in terrifying encounters. So I guess. This story takes place in Ohio, and uh, basically this dude says they are real and as real as it gets, and they are dangerous. So let's just go through this. Um, This dude, who will not be named, he doesn't want to be named, says, I've always (laughs) loved nature. I love the woods. I love hiking, camping, fishing. On this occasion, I was by a lake for 15 minutes when all of a sudden, this overwhelming feeling of dread came over me. I switched my headlamp on. To turn around, I guess it's nighttime. I switched my headlamp on to turn around uh, to start back to the uh, back up the riverbank, and right behind a big sycamore tree, I saw what looked to be a very large animal, kind of kneeling beside it. As I locked eyes with it, I completely froze. I knew I was definitely seeing something there, but my mind couldn't process it. 
What was I looking at? It didn't make any effing sense. I kept saying to myself, animals aren't supposed to look like that. Right as I was thinking this, it's as if the thing read my mind, stood up, and made itself perfectly visible. You know, the monsters your parents told you about uh, that you uh, told you that weren't real and couldn't hurt you? Well, I've heard of the dog man before, but I never really took it seriously. These things are perfectly uh, adapted killing machines. I don't know where that comes from, but that's what he said. These things are perfectly adapted killing machines. The way the arms and legs looked, it looked like it was perfectly adapted to walk on all fours as well as two legs. This experience has torn a huge hole in me. Um, Another guy they quote from Georgia said that he saw something very, very similar as well. And that potentially could be the same dog man. He said it was a genetically mixed ident- genetically mixed entity of man, wolf, and primate. He added, I spent 21 years in the army so all over bold. the world in right. three different theaters of war, and I've barely slept since I saw this. That's how oh much of an effect God. it had on me. It was an enormous canine-type creature. I can still taste the fear in my throat and my own vomit. I was six feet tall. Or I'm six feet tall and 250 pounds, and this thing dwarfed me. At least seven foot six, maybe 350, 400 pounds. As a former God college damn. and semi-pro football player and powerlifter, I know about uh, big people and about strength and musculature, and this was no normal creature that evolved somehow in that environment. I can promise you this. It is not something anyone wanted to encounter twice. Another witness uh, who saw this thing said, there aren't many things in the world that would scare me, but simply put, I've seen some shit in my days, but nothing prepared me for that. I recall, uh, there was a search when I was a young man for someone who got stuck in a storm drain or something like that. And, uh, we saw something very similar back then. I wish we hadn't. <laughs> so that's pretty I much. I wish we had it. Yeah. And basically it's, it's these two stories of like, this creature heading potentially south for the winter or summer. I don't know what the hell he's Yo, doing. Oh, off to Texas. Come say hi. So, I'll be here cooking barbecue. And I guess uh, in Georgia and Ohio. So you would imagine there'd have to be a Tennessee, a Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia. I would imagine. Just see, like, Helm turn into the wolf man and is going back to his homelands to feast upon humans. It has, Finally, it has the vibe of somebody who, like, really wants to be like a talking head on a documentary about this. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm. it's like, like that dude very, from Jaws who tells that story. You know what I mean? It's like a very specific, like, yep, we encountered this guy. Terrifying witnesses. <laughs> tell of dog men. <laughs> Well, thank you, Jesse, and thank you all for supporting us here at Patreon.com slash Pod as we barrel toward a Minnesota episode 100. We'll 100 be back next week. minutes of mini, baby. Ooh, you you hear you heard it here. Alex has made a promise. So 100 minis. No, what if we don't? What if we don't do that? 100 minis long. With every guest we've ever had all on at the same don't time. Don't make promises you can't keep, Mike thank Martin. You. No promises. I can't. I won't make promises. I can't keep. See you guys next week for Minnesota 97. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.